Hello, my friends. Welcome to Project Relationship You. My name is Adina Barlow, and I am a life coach who teaches you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so that you can have a wonderful relationship with everybody else. Today, I want to talk with you about how decision making is required, it's foundational for self respect. So, here's what I mean when you own what you want and what you don't want. And what I mean by own is like you decide or you you feel that that wanting the thing or not wanting the thing and then you take action on it. That is you say something, you speak to what you want or don't want or you do something about what you want or don't want. So, when you own what you want and don't want and you take action on it you are practicing self-respect and this is going to help with a lot of issues around other people especially in feeling safe around other people now your decision making isn't is is part of the story of feeling safe in a relationship so let's say you decide you want um, you want something in your relationship and your partner does not want that. Okay, well, then you have another decision. Is this thing important enough to you that you are willing to get that somewhere else, get that need met somewhere else? And if so, there's nothing wrong with that. And and you can talk about that. Let's say there's something you don't want that your partner wants and it's important enough to you. It's, it's a strong enough desire that it's really like it's non-negotiable. That's okay. They can get that need met somewhere else. We don't have to be everything for everybody. And when we try, we end up abandoning ourselves. If you're trying to do what your partner wants and and your your partner or your child or your your parent or your boss whoever else is in this relationship if you're trying to do everything they want without consideration for what you want and don't want you are abandoning yourself and so of course you're going to feel anxious and and unsafe and um, upset in that relationship but here's the thing, it's still your choice to do what they want you to do, even if it's not what you want. And so the way that you create safety in these relationships is take responsibility for your decision making. And that's where the self-respect comes in. When you know what you want and don't want, and you're willing to act on it, you are proving to yourself that you are valuable enough to take care of. And you are, you absolutely are valuable enough to take care of yourself. You are because you are a human. And uh, you may have had lots of experiences where you, you felt like you don't deserve love or care or respect. Maybe you've had experiences where people totally disrespected you 
totally disregarded your needs and feelings and, and desires and, and abused you. It's your job now to change that by your decision-making. When you leave the decision-making up to somebody else and you think they should make the right decisions for you or like they should act in a way that totally takes care of your needs, you are setting yourself and them up to lose because they cannot do that. It's not their responsibility and they don't have the capacity because they don't know you the way you know you. You are the only one who feels the sensations in your body and the emotions that you feel. Nobody else feels your emotions for you. And so nobody else can make your decisions. So own your decisions and take action on them. And here's the thing, it is going to feel uncomfortable at first. It's going to feel scary. It's going to feel awkward. Embrace it. Use it as an opportunity to play, an opportunity to practice. Imagine that you're, you're wanting to get stronger and you go to the gym and you start lifting weights. In this case, the weights are every time you have a, an opportunity to say what you want. So let's say somebody asks you a question like, would you like this? That's an opportunity for you to check in with your body, decide what you want and say yes or no, or I would like this other thing instead. That's you lifting weights, lifting your self-respect weights. <laughs> and, and every time, um, Every time there is something that you feel or that you, you see and you want, that's also an opportunity. That's also a time to lift weights where you can ask your partner, ask the other party, be it a stranger or again, your parent, your child, your intimate partner, your coworker. You, when you recognize that there's something you want, let's say you want to go to lunch and you ask, your coworker, hey, would you like to go to lunch with me? I'm gonna go over to this spot and you pick the spot. That is you lifting your self-respect weights. <laughs> Whenever you wanna have a conversation with your intimate partner about your sex life, for example, that's a real big one for most people. So that might be like, you know, that might be the 100 pound weights and maybe you work up with the 20 pound weights until you feel strong enough that you can confidently have conversations with your partner about sex. This is what I want, this is what I don't want. So little things, every little opportunity you get, be it what you have for breakfast, what movie you watch, what, what time you do something with somebody, when you make that decision, that's you lifting weights. Awesome, take that opportunity, embrace it. Now, this doesn't mean that you disregard other people's wants, but it does mean that you decide what you want. Because, oh my gosh, it's so much easier for other people to be around you when you do, because you're not going back and forth, back and forth about what you want or don't want. You're giving clear signals. And so it's easier for them to know where they stand in relationship with you. 
And so, you know, let's say you want to go, you want to go to dinner at this specific place and you ask your partner and they're like, oh no, I really, I really don't like that. Well, okay, your choice there is to go without them, invite another friend, or to see what, what other place they'd prefer to go and decide if that seems sufficient for you. But the, the whole like, hey, should we go here? I kind of want to go here. And then your partner's like, well, yeah, maybe we could go here, or we could go there. And you're like, well, whatever you want. Don't do that. Please stop. <laughs> it's like anti-weights. <laughs> it's like you're sitting on the couch. You're, you're being lazy about making a decision for yourself. Stop. <laughs> and it might seem like a little thing, but here's the thing is it, it builds up to the big things like what house you buy, where you live, whether or not you have kids, what job you take, what, like whether or not you have sex that night. These are huge decisions that, that have a big emotional impact on you. And if you're, if you're lazy about decision-making, it's going to be hard to make those big decisions. So practice up, embrace every opportunity you get to ask for what you want and to speak up for what you don't want and what you want. Now, here is how you tell what you want and don't want. If you've been in a relationship where you totally abandoned yourself, especially as a child, let's say you had a parent with anger issues or who's an alcoholic or a drug addict or had mental health issues and you weren't safe and you had to learn to please them and like monitor their mood and their responses in order to see if you're safe and then sort of adjust. Like you were totally in survival mode and you did an amazing job. And those patterns now, that strategy is now harming your relationships. So you're gonna to have to learn what it feels like in your body to have a yes and have a no because you probably haven't you haven't checked in or, or like maybe you don't recognize what it even feels like you don't know what you want so your body is and your emotions they are wonderful friends of yours that help you know what's going on and help you recognize when your needs are being met and when they're not being met. So when there's something that you don't want, it may feel like a pinch in your chest, solar plexus, or stomach. A pinch or like a sinking feeling. This is for something you don't want. For me, there's a like a degree of of uh, sensation. It's like when it's a little thing, like there's a little thing, like I have a preference towards this other thing and I kind of don't want that. It's kind of like a light pinch or a light sinking sensation in my solar plexus. Whereas if it's something huge, like, oh, I definitely don't want that. It's, it's a stronger sinking sensation and it's more in my gut. It's a little bit in the solar plexus and more in my gut. Um, when there's something that you do want, it might feel like expansion 
in your chest or your heart or maybe your head, it might feel like excitement. Like, ooh, what about this? Or like, <clears throat> or like, oh, yeah, that would be nice. So it, it kind of feels like a relief, like an opening. So the pinching, the sinking sensation, the sort of like guarding sensation, that's for something you do not want. The opening, the, the release or relief, that's for something you do want. And so pay attention to those subtle sensations in your body and practice acting on it. Now, sometimes you, you legitimately will not know whether you, or not you want something. So there's an opportunity to practice, to experiment. So experiment with one option and go into it a little bit and then reassess as you're experiencing it, reassess whether you have the, the pinching sort of closed off sinking sensation or the relief, the open, the expansive sensation. And from there, pivot your decision if you need to. You, you don't have to be rigid about your choices. If you make a choice and then you realize, oh, that's not what I want, cool, change it. Renegotiate with whoever you're engaging with. But do not blame them. Do not blame them. You are experimenting and that's wonderful and that's okay. And when you decide not to, you don't have to justify it by making them wrong. There's nothing wrong with you changing your mind. You don't have to justify it. Just renegotiate and move forward. Pivot. This is how you practice self-respect. And when you have self-respect, other people respect you because you are training them to. You are showing them how to respect you and your standard of tolerance rises. That is to say, you will not tolerate when somebody disrespects you, when you have a base layer of self-respect. And as your self-respect grows, you will tolerate less and less other people disrespecting you. Wonderful. You will also not disrespect other people or sorry, you will also not, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, because how you treat yourself is how you treat other people. So as you practice self-respect, you will also have respect for other people's decisions. And that does not mean you have to participate. So it also means they don't have to participate in what you decide. There's freedom here. But that is respect. So practice. If you want my support, go to adinabarlow.com. We can have a conversation or you can attend one of my classes and, or plug into whatever, whatever social support system you have or your therapist, or maybe you already have a coach, but practice this stuff and, and talk about it. See what works and what doesn't. Find the opportunities for improvement. Celebrate your wins. And remember, your willingness to do this work makes a huge difference, not only for yourself, but the people around you. And especially if you are a parent for your children and the next generations. 
You're doing wonderful. I'm really proud of you. I hope you're proud of yourself and you are making a difference.